Hey guys, thank you so much for joining. This is the Fantasy Waiver Wire, and this is the starts and sits for week 11. So I'm going to do it a little differently this week. I'm going to be going position by position as opposed to list by list. So starting off hot, we're going to go with Justin Herbert. In three of the last four games, Herbert has put up no more than 16 fantasy points, but he's going to break this slump this week against the Steelers at home because Pittsburgh is without TJ Watt, Joe Hayden, and Minka Fitzpatrick. None of them are likely to play, and if all three are out, Herbert should have the chance for a quality outing, and he could be a top five fantasy quarterback. And Carson Wentz is a guy that I am not playing this week, although he's been a stud in recent weeks. I just don't see it happening this week. I don't play any quarterbacks against Buffalo, and why would you? They're the number one overall defense, they're the number one against wide receivers, and they're the number one against quarterbacks. Starting your quarterback against Buffalo is not a good idea. They've only allowed two quarterbacks to put up more than 22 fantasy points, and on average they give up less than 12. Avoid playing Carson Wentz this week if you can. At running back, I'm pushing auto start on everyone's favorite waiver wire ad this week, and that's A.J. Dillon. I hate to see talented players, or any players at that, get injured, but luckily Aaron Jones isn't going on the IR. And if you were lucky enough to get A.J. Dillon as that waiver wire lottery ticket, you are laughing. Last week against Seattle, he put up 23 total touches, 128 yards, two touchdowns, and he's going to have another big role. He could be a top five running back against the Vikings, who are missing five starters on defense this week. Anthony Barr, Daniel Hunter, Harrison Smith, Patrick Peterson, they're all out. And I know that there's going to be some more guys sitting out. And it helps that Dillon is playing a Vikings team that has allowed seven touchdowns to running backs in the past five games. Now for the second running back, I'm starting Saquon Barkley, who we're expecting to be healthy after that lengthy ankle injury absence. The Giants are playing Tampa Bay, who are known as a top five rush defense, but they're without Veda Vea. So we don't know exactly what to expect from them. And we know that Saquon's going to get the rock, right? The hope is that Barkley looks like the player we saw prior to his ankle injury, but who knows? Either way, Tampa Bay has allowed a running back to score or gain 100 yards in three games in a row, one being with Herbert, then Alvin Kamara, and then Antonio Gibson last week. So Barkley should be considered a high-end number two running back in every league. At running back, I'm sitting Jordan Howard this week. We're going to find out if Miles Sanders is able to return this week. And if that happens, then it would be hard to trust Howard. But I don't love Howard even if Sanders is out. He needs to score a touchdown to help your fantasy team, since he doesn't work a lot in the passing game, and he scored a meaningless 8.3 points last week against Denver. This is also a terrible matchup for him against the Saints, who are number two in allowing the fewest fantasy points allowed to running backs. New Orleans hasn't allowed a running back to score on the ground in the past four games against Seattle, Tampa Bay, Atlanta, and Tennessee, and both Demario Davis and Cameron Jordan are healthy. That's not good. I'm also sitting Alex Collins. We're going to find out if Chris Carson is able to return this week, and if that happens, it would be hard to trust him. And I don't love Collins either, even if Carson is out. Collins has struggled for three games in a row against New Orleans, Jacksonville, and Green Bay, who all have good rushing defenses, and he's combined for only 13 PPR points over that span. Now, two of those games were with Geno Smith instead of Russell Wilson, but Collins only had 10 carries for 41 yards and one catch for eight yards in Week 10, and that was with Wilson back. The matchup isn't terrible against the Cardinals in Week 11, but I would only use Collins as a flex option if you need to because he was outsnapped by Travis Homer and nobody's talking about it. You best believe I'm starting DJ Moore this week. It's been tough to trust Moore lately since he scored nine PPR points or less in three games in a row, and he hasn't scored a touchdown since week four. But he'll break out of this slump this week against Washington with Cam Newton under center. Washington is number two in most fantasy points allowed to opposing receivers, and the pass rush shouldn't be a problem for Newton with Chase Young and Montez Sweat injured. Moore has top 15 upside in all leagues this week. I also want all the shares of Jalen Waddle. Waddle will continue to be the number one receiver for the Dolphins with Parker and Fuller out, and he should once again soak up plenty of volume from Tua. 
He has at least eight targets in four of the last five games, and he scored at least 15 PPR points in three of those outings. In their past three games against Cincinnati, Indianapolis, and Buffalo, the Jets have allowed six receivers to score at least 13 PPR points with four touchdowns. Waddle has the chance to go off in this matchup. Now, on the contrary, I'm sitting Kenny Galladay. Galladay has yet to find the end zone this season, and he has one game with more than 10 PPR points. Sterling Shepard is likely out again this week, which could mean more targets for Galladay, but Daniel Jones will always lean on Kadarius Toney, Evan Ingram, and Saquon Barkley now that he's back, among others. Tampa Bay's pass defense has also improved dramatically of late, and the Buccaneers have allowed just two touchdowns to opposing receivers in the past six games. At best, use Galladay as a low-end number three fantasy receiver on Monday night, and not the number two guy that you drafted him as. I'm also sitting AJ Green. Green might get Kyler Murray back for this week, but it sounds like DeAndre Hopkins is still out. AJ Green is definitely an awesome number two wide receiver on his team, but he's not the alpha that he used to be. Christian Kirk is worth monitoring as a borderline starter with this matchup against Seattle, but I expect Green to struggle against DJ Reed or Trey Brown. And if Murray is out again, you cannot even consider AJ Green. Let's talk about tight ends soaking up targets. That means we're going to talk about Dan Arnold. Arnold continues to produce, and hopefully this week he scores his first touchdown of the season. Against the Colts in Week 10, Arnold had 5 catches for 67 yards on 7 targets, as well as a 2-point conversion. Arnold now has 3 games in a row with at least 7 targets, and has scored at least 10 PPR points in 4 of the past 5 games. He's worth using as a number 1 tight end in PPR, and a borderline starter in all other formats. The 49ers have allowed 3 touchdowns to tight ends in the past 4 games. Green light on Dan Arnold. And red light for Evan Ingram. Ingram comes into week 11 with a touchdown in two consecutive games, and he scored at least 10 PPR points in three consecutive. We'll see if he can keep this up against Tampa Bay on Monday night, though. Now, if he doesn't score, your fantasy production could be minimal because he's been at 55 yards or less in every game this year, including four outings with fewer than 30 yards. And the Buccaneers have allowed just one tight end to score since week five. Ingram is only worth starting in deep, deep, deep leagues because he's going to be playing against Devin White. A defense that I have to be starting this week is the Tennessee Titans for a number of reasons. They've been putting up double-digit scores left and right lately, and this week they've got the Houston Texans. Over the past four games, Tennessee has 14 sacks, 5 interceptions, 4 fumble recoveries, and 2 scores. Taylor's last game in Week 9, he was sacked 5 times with 3 interceptions, and that was against Miami. The Titans DST is the number one unit this week for me. And for a similar reason, I'm sitting the Pittsburgh Steelers. With the potential of Pittsburgh being without TJ Watt, Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick, among others, it could be a time to sit the Steelers defense. Now, that unit can still play well with those guys out, but the Chargers still bring plenty of weapons and have scored at least 24 points in four of their past six games. We expect Justin Herbert to be an absolute wagon this week, and he's only been sacked twice in the past two games. If Watt, Hayden, and Fitzpatrick play, that changes things a little bit, but as of Wednesday night, I'm not playing them. As we can all agree, we kind of just spin the roulette wheel on kickers and ease towards trends. For this week's trend, we're starting Zane Gonzalez. Gonzalez is on a nice roll lately with at least 14 fantasy points in two of his last three starts. He hasn't missed a field goal since week four, and he has multiple field goals in five of his past six outings. The Panthers' offense should improve with Cam under center, and Gonzalez should be considered a top 10 fantasy kicker in all formats. I'm trying to think of another casino reference on why to sit a kicker, however I can't. I'm sitting Mike Badgley. With Blankenship still out, the money Badger is in. And he's coming off a solid game in Week 10 against Jacksonville with 11 fantasy points on 3 made field goals and 2 PATs. But I would avoid him this week in Buffalo. I don't expect the Bills to give up a ton of points, and I expect them to score a lot. So kicking field goals at 3 points a clip isn't going to be able to catch up. 
And that's why Buffalo gives up the six fewest fantasy points to kickers. The Colts offense is going to struggle this week and Badgley's scoring chances will be minimal. And that's it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Fantasy Waiver Wire. Keep listening to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Waiver Wire. Thanks and have a great week 11.